Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. You're listening to Lucy Kellaway's podcast from the Financial Times. This is the worst column I've written since 1929. In scenes not seen in living memory, last Thursday in a late-night session, I hammered out the fiendishly complicated details of this article in a last-ditch effort to inject some sense into the system. At 8.05pm, the lights were on in my first-floor study, and, anticipating a long and tense night ahead, I put in an order to the local carry house for a balti. When the foil wrappers had been cleared, and with the clock ticking, I started feverishly drafting sentences about the changed landscape that we're in, and the most toxic since the Great Depression. Ashen-faced and reeling, at 1.40 I rose. How would the package go down with shell-shocked readers? Would they roar their approval? Or would their confidence plummet in the worst collapse since the 1930s? Only time would tell. Actually, I'm writing this column in a perfectly normal way during office hours. I will not order a curry, although I might pop out for a sandwich later on. And it's not my worst column since 1929, as my own living memory doesn't go back that far. The only true bit is that the clock is ticking while I write. But even that isn't strictly true, as my timepiece is quartz and so doesn't tick at all. The reason that I've been writing in this way is that it's infectious. Newspaper articles in these tumultuous, fatal, not-seen-since-the-Great-Depression times are so tightly packed with cliché that it's hard to do anything other than join in. To get the tone right, one needs to use clichés of four different sorts. First is the geological seam of seismic shifts, landscapes, earthquakes and meltdowns. Second is the newer, more vicious medical imagery of injected, sharp, toxic, pumped, fatal and reeling. Third is the cliché of banal detail, what time it is, what people are eating, what their complexions look like, but only if pale, followed by another look at the clock. The only mundane cliché not to have been seen in the last six weeks is smoke-filled rooms, as that's now illegal. The fourth sort of cliché is to declare everything the worst since 1929 or the worst in living memory. This is the most popular of the lot, but is it even true? I've been listening to someone who worked on Wall Street in 1929, and it seems it isn't. Irving Kahn, now 102, was last week interviewed on the BBC World Service and crisply said that today things are a great deal better, people are spoiled. The main villains, he said, were the journalists, the reporters who want to get attention writing up headlines saying how bad it is. So is he right? Certainly the current reporting has been bad, so bad in fact, it's been the worst since 1929. I've had a look at newspaper stories of the time, and there's little to choose between then and now. An article in the Times from 1929 talked of a Niagara of liquidation, a deluge, and the panicky state of traders' minds. 
The only two stylistic advantages of the earlier era was that in 1929, they didn't have 1929 to make endless comparisons with, and there was no appetite for banal detail. Back then, they didn't distract readers by telling them whether the lights were on or what time it was or what President Hoover was eating or what the floor of the building he was on as he held meetings to shore up confidence. Otherwise, there were so many clichés that on November the 4th, 1929, a Times columnist called Callisthenes wrote an article moaning about them. Bulls and bears, margins and covers have been thrown about with as much freedom as if they were the jargon of the football field, he complained, going on to disparage words such as avalanches, hectic, crashed and thousands ruined. The answer, he said, was for everyone to get a grip and do some proper work. There is more profit and more pleasure in hard work than in any lucky deal ever made on the stock exchange, he wrote. This was just the sort of column I would have written then. Indeed, it's just the sort of column I'm writing now. The only difference between Callisthenes and me was that his column was bizarrely sponsored by Selfridges, the Oxford Street shop. The demonising of bankers and speculators was just as popular. The demonising of banks and speculators was just as popular then as now, if not more so. In Time magazine in 1930, a new derogatory term, banksters, was coined. While in the New Yorkers' talk of the town, they gleefully called the crash amusing. All those dull people who have bored one over breakfast going on about their shares would now have to do some work like everyone else. It's amusing to see a fat land quivering in paunchy fright, it said. Even the jokes were much the same. The New Yorker in December 1929 published a cartoon with a woman in a fur coat giving a coin to a tramp. The caption read, You poor fellow, the stock market, I suppose. No, lady, I always was a bum. The modern variant, also making fun of the impoverishment of bankers, goes like this. What's the difference between a city banker and a pigeon? Answer, a pigeon can still put a deposit on a Maserati. Thank you for listening. To read Lucy Kellaway's columns online, please visit www.ft.com forward slash Kellaway. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.